0: This fucking guy. Hello, my little cheese omelettes. Welcome to This Fucking Guy, a podcast about self care. If self care is one long,
1: pained scream into the void, here's where we use expletives and alcohol to emotionally process the creeps, jerks, and dick weasels that compose the shitty elevator music of our everyday lives. I'm your cherry on top. Ren martinez and i'm your dressing on the side ginger gollum ginger don't we sound really fucking good i think we sound (laughs) excellent or at the very least we sound expensive we're always expensive
0: (laughs) so uh folks i decided to treat us to early christmas presents oh girl or just on time christmas presents and uh got us like some brand new podcasty equipment we got some mics up in here. We got it's some, so nice like, all sorts pop filters and all sorts of stuff. So mm. that's why we don't look
1: like we're Echo, Echo, echo. I mean, at, here's to hoping. Meanwhile, I got Rent a shirt, so, like, who the <laughs> fuck knows? <laughs> Admittedly, this stuff's
0: uh, mine. Most of this stuff is mine. <laughs> but it's, like, physically Ginger's. So, so, Ginger, do you have anything that you...
1: They need a process with me today. I'm so I'm having some existential angst about, um, you know, as we're recording this, they finished drafting the articles of impeachment this morning. Oh yeah, and That's a I'm. Thing. It's a thing, and I'm excited about the prospect of Congress, like actually doing something about this, and actually process, probably like like probably. Um, ratifying or voting on the articles of impeachment i have no hope in my heart or soul that this is going to do anything in the senate and i mean why would you if they don't do anything (sighs)
0: nothing happens just terrible just terrible all the time (sighs) yeah well i definitely just read an am i the asshole post on reddit where this dude Mm. told his wife that he loved his dog more so that's cool. As a dog owner, fair. Well, here's the thing. It, it, it's always a fun joke where he's like, oh, of course I love the dog more. But, like, he was like, oh, like, that was a joke, right? And he was like, no. <laughs> 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 like, no, I I love the dog more. I didn't think I had to spell that out for you. <laughs> she's like, what? <laughs> and then apparently one of the further comments when people were, like, talking about it, she's like, Yeah, we, he deliberately changed my venue that I picked a couple of times because they wouldn't accept dogs, and then the dog was next to me during the ceremony, and he, like, looked at the dog while saying his vows. So he married his dog? What kind (laughs) of dog was it? A golden retriever. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're beautiful dogs. It's cliche, though. Yeah. But yeah, that's, um, are straight people okay?
1: No. (laughs) No. Not that I'm an authority to speak on this definitively, but no. I mean, neither of us are straight, so. No. Apparently, we're both Kinsey 2s, according to a seven-question quiz on the internet. That's true. All of our friends are gay. Yes. Of some degree. Of some degree. I'm so happy about it.
0: (laughs) It was really a moment where, like, we all came together and we're like, yeah, we all find
1: each other and our spouse is hot. Awesome. (laughs) I left before that part happened, and so now I'm, like, worried that secretly you're like, except for Ginger.
0: Well, no, I find it really funny because uh, Susie Cream Cheese is unfortunately the straightest of our friends. Yes. Uh, Which, she is the one that uses, unfortunately... And um, she was still, like, you know, full full drunk girl into it. Like, everyone's so beautiful. Like, you're all just beautiful, lovely people.
1: And I'm just so happy to be around you and look at your face. I mean. And it's just wonderful to have. <laughs> Susie Cream Cheese may very well be, like, the only beacon of good and light in this cold, dark world. Most of the time. Most of the time.
0: Mm. So, speaking of that cold, dark world, Uh want to hear about this fucking guy? If I must. If you must. Well, let me start by reading you a Facebook meme. Okay. Which my cousin posted about, and then I definitely commented on it being like, this is satire, right? Like, this is deliberately so stupid that it's satire. Well, she deleted the post, so I'm guessing no. No. Um, but I found it. That was part of my struggle this time, was to try to mm. find this post. Okay. Okay, folks. Let's get this straightened out. Oh, no. Santa is a man. <sighs> okay. um, Baby, it's cold outside is not offensive. Candy canes are canes, not the letter J for Jesus. We say Merry Christmas, not Happy Holidays. Eif. Children should get to decorate their classrooms for Christmas. Some of these are, like, really random, and I don't understand why they're on this meme, but whatever. Um, there were three wise men, not wise people. Baby Jesus was a boy, not a baby.
1: I've seen this (laughs) fucking somewhere
0: uh then it's you know there's two others but it's like mommy was not really kissing santa claus we know that rudolph the rendo's reindeer was actually teaching kids not to be bullies okay whatever but here's a stop turning christmas into a political agenda let kids be kids let them believe in santa it's the one time of the year we should all be a little nicer and forget everything that makes us mean or offended merry christmas I
1: don't want kids to be kids. I want kids to be largely hedgehogs. <laughs> um so
0: uh yeah, this um You heard of the war on Christmas?
1: <laughs> Fuck.
0: <sighs> Did you hear that there's a war and it's on Christmas? It is against christmas it starts on christmas oh it's
1: against christmas it's
0: against christmas it's a whole year thing i'm guessing but it really ramps up like before (laughs) i know you're very excited you're just really looking forward to it so um what is the war on christmas well let me just by start let me just by start let me just start by saying that christmas day is recognized as an official federal holiday by the united states government and in fact, is the only religious holiday to be recognized by our federal government. Yep. So like they don't that's do Easter anymore. No. No they don't. As I
1: sit my rose. As we take long swigs off of our rose with Grand Marnier in it. It's I so don't good. care for it. Actually, I'm fine <laughs> with it, but you put like a lot of Grand I Marnier. I put a fuckload of Grand Marnier in it. I still have to read, so I could only put but so True. much Grand I also Marnier. get Grand Marnier and Cointreau confused. I thought that this was going to have a higher sugar content and the Ergo be more drinkable. I was wrong. Well, so Christmas is
0: again a federal holiday, but Christmas wasn't always as American as apple pie and racism. Let's do a little history. Uh, Prior to the Victorian period, Christmas in the United States was primarily celebrated by the Catholics, the Episcopalians,
1: and the Lutherans. Can I ask you a dumb question if we're discussing history? was, Was Jesus born in 33 BC or zero? Zero. Okay, that's all. I thought you were going to go way back. I thought that you were doing, like, a deep dive. Oh, Let's no, no, talk no, about the no, history no. of Christmas. I'm not going into biblical so history. Back I don't in give Jerusalem. A shit.
0: No, 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 no. Just talking about, like, Christmas and like, America mostly. But I do talk about England a little bit. Because it's, like, England colonies. Yeah, Charles kind of Dickens, Mother Christmas right. Carol. So, uh, again, the Catholics, the Episcopalians, and the Lutherans were all about Christmas. But it wasn't even their most important religious shit. No. Uh, that was Easter. Easter was, like, the big dog. <laughs> um, but you know who didn't celebrate Christmas Scrooge the Puritans they objected to Christmas elements they considered unbiblical which would be all of the fun stuff oh, no. um, at this time that was mostly the feasts that were held by the yeah. Anglican church they also considered such a celebration and this is a quote a popish festival with no biblical justification and generally considered it wasteful and immoral And in fact, in 1647, the Puritan-led English parliament banned the celebration of Christmas and replaced it with a day of fast. Oh. Because they're no fucking fun. Oh, God. Protests actually broke out. (laughs) Literally pro-Christmas rioting happened. Um, Canterbury was controlled by rioters who decorated doorways with holly and shouted royalist slogans. Yes. Which is badass as hell, honestly. Yes. Um, The book, The Vindication of Christmas from 1652, argued against the Puritans and makes note of old English Christmas traditions, such as the dinner, roast apples on the fire, card playing, dances with plowboys and maidservants, old Father Christmas and carol singing. Well, um, the restoration of King Charles II um, in 1660 ended that ban. So for 13 years, Mm. there was no Christmas in England. Mm. In colonial America, the pilgrims of New England, you know, the ones that like, fled because they were being like persecuted for their religion What with the fleeing and all with the fleeing and all um they also hated christmas hated the shit out of it Mm. um in 1620 they spent the first christmas day in the new world building houses because they were like fuck you the christmas observance was actually outlawed in boston in 1659 so or may i remind you all these were like pilgrims were christians just to put that in perspective. Mm. They were a sp- they were a specific brand, but they were still of that yeah, ideology, ideology. Yeah. Um eventually the Puritans Christmas band ended in 1681. Though celebrating it would have become fashionable in Boston and the surrounding areas until the mid 19th century. So they were still kind of like not not into that thing. Mm. Because um, even then, particularly in like urban areas, Christmas was often marred by violence, <laughs> um, often against African Americans and Catholic immigrants. Oh, oh God, no, and, I feel bad for a lot And uh, heavy vices. In truth, uh, in 1776, when the Declaration of Independence was a whole thing, uh, Christmas wasn't really a thing in the U.S. No one really celebrated it. Yeah. So, just to put history in perspective. But they did celebrate Thanksgiving. Well... Well, well. Hmm. if by celebrate you mean commit genocide, then yes. We, We're American. That's, that is
1: how <laughs> the Americans do it.
0: Um, in the 19th century, there was a revival of the celebration of Christmas, particularly in the mid to late Victorian era. According to noted historian Ronald Hutton, this was spearheaded by Charles Dickens. He was really big into Christmas. Part of oh, his whole yeah. Christmas carol and all that stuff was sort of to revive the feasting and the festivities of Christmas, but also connect them to like charity and yes. Giving to the
1: poor and things like that. It's so hard for me not to start singing just the entire book of a Muppet Christmas Carol right now. Well, that would be a really interesting podcast, but one no one would listen to. And we can't afford the licensing fees. That's
0: true. So Historian Stephen Nissenbaum, in his book The Battleful Christmas, contends that the modern celebration in the United States was developed in New York State primarily, um, as far as like its revival. Mm-hmm. Um, not only does, ex- does he explain that Santa Claus was a 19th century American invention, he explains why a group of prominent New Yorkers created St. Nick to consciously transform the holiday. Christmas had been, even in the Jacksonian era, a season for excessive public drinking, the looting of wealthy homes, and loud street singing of body holiday tunes. Sounds which honestly.
1: Amazing.
0: Amazing. Can we bring Christmas back? Like, yes. That era Christmas? Yes. Stealing from the rich and singing sex songs in public? Into it. How are you planning on spending your Christmas? By reviving old traditions. <laughs> Um, according to Nissenbaum, uh, New York's elite seized on the holiday and sort of invented these new traditions uh, to keep the youths, the youths at home the youths. under their parents' watchful eyes so they would stop like the looting and the bawdiness. At this time, also, presents were beginning to be marketed and mass-produced, and Nissenbaum observed that the invented Santa figure countered sort of this development of the Industrial Age, sort of an yeah. anti-commercial icon. Santa sort of offered this very reassuring throwback to a time where, like, they couldn't just buy every luxury ever, which is why when they presented it to their children, you know, all these assembly line toys were like, no, it was, like, handcrafted by this old man. So despite this rising popularity, however, Christmas was not proclaimed a holiday by the United States Congress until 1870. Hmm. So So I'm going to start this new section with a quote. Last Christmas, most people had a hard time finding Christmas cards that indicated in any way that Christmas commemorated someone's birth. Does that sound like that could be said by, like, Bill O'Reilly or Rush Limbaugh or any of those guys? Oh, certainly. Well, it was said in 1921. Oh! So, you know, they are not the first. They're just many in a long line. I was so sure it was going to be, like, Tommy Lair. Well, the first mentions of a <laughs> the first mentions of anything resembling a war on Christmas starts appearing in the nineteen twenties. And it's oh, centered around God. a Jewish conspiracy because, um, of course uh, it
1: is. Just
0: of course it is. Could you imagine who spearheaded this in the nineteen twenties? In the nineteen twenties? Hmm. He was a man known for his innovation for his Commitment to the American ideal of transportation and raging anti-Semitism.
1: Oh, so Henry Ford then. Henry, Henry Ford. Ford.
0: <laughs> infamous, <biggest> ty- <laughs> infamous business tycoon and raging bigot. Uh, <laughs> he issued a series of pamphlets in the 1920s which were collected under the title The International Jew, The World's Foremost Problem. The-
1: oh. Oh boy. Oh. Oh boy! Although the International Jew sounds like a great cruise line, actually that sounds like your husband should he
0: become like an international spy. I mean, it'll like definitely across the world. It'll definitely be him Jew. when we're on
1: our honeymoon. That's true. A Jew abroad. <laughs> <laughs> or if we're seen in sequence, a Jew, comma, abroad. <laughs> oh, I would totally watch that show.
0: Yeah. So, um, he accused American Jews of, among countless other crimes, of... Killing the Lindbergh baby. (laughs) (laughs) Of just, yeah. Engaging in a conspiracy to abolish
1: Christmas celebrations in public places. I haven't done any research into him, so I guess you know that he's not next week's dude. No. But, um, yeah, no, I was sort of vaguely aware of the fact that he was a huge racist, but I wasn't...
0: Oh, he was a huge racist.
1: I, I wasn't as sure as I suddenly am. Yeah. Um, so what Henry Ford called
0: Jewish opposition to Christmas yes. was really spurred on by a few specific instances of Jewish leaders and groups challenging the teachings of Christianity in public schools, <laughs> uh, such as when Massachusetts' school board was lobbied and initially consented to remove all references to Jesus from classrooms In 1912. Okay. Jewish groups also challenged against having Bible readings in the classroom, which is a thing that happened a lot back
1: then and still now. Weird. I mean, like, okay. So I can sort of understand in 1912 doing Bible readings in class because how many books do you own? Well, that's true. But this is
0: even in, like, super urban schools with tons of books. It was just sort of accepted accepted that you were also going to get only
1: four reading. books had been written by only then ran. four
0: books ever one of them i being know english the international jew so, <laughs> <laughs> um so the thing is these groups of course, did not argue against christianity they were just arguing for the first amendment being like yeah the government can't actually allow you know allow itself to endorse a specific religion
1: There's, like, a whole thing about that? Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, yet again, Ford, uh, the raging anti-Semite, I really can't say that enough, went so far as to accuse the Jewish owners of some of America's biggest department stores, the Levi's, the Isaac's, and the Goldstein's, and the Silverman's, Mm. of profiteering on the sale of Christmas merchandise while conspiring at the same time to undermine the religious significance
1: of the holiday. That's so fucking
0: stupid. So, yeah, so, like, they were the ones selling toys because they happened to be, like, the first ones in sort of the department store business. So they're selling you all your shit. And then you're like, how dare you commercialize this holiday? Jesus. So this, so this sort of, like, battle over Christmas sort of reignited back in the 1950s. At the end of World War II, where everyone returned from the war front, and we like, you know what would be really great? you know, really returning to family values, such as women having no rights and no ability to work outside the home. That sounds great. Who was saying that was great? The 1950s. Mm. There was also, like, a rise in religiosity after World War II. Um, In a 1954 report in Women's Wear Daily, the Christmas Street Decoration Committee of the Waterloo Chamber of Commerce follow the lead of many other towns in Iowa, putting Christ back in Christmas. So this post-World War II religious revival also had an impact on public school curriculum, meaning the Bible is all up in their schools again. Mm. Let's teach about Jesus Mm. next to algebra. A 1955 resolution adopted by the National Council of the Churches of Christ uh, explicitly called for the inclusion of religious teaching Religious teachings in classrooms, and again, they say religious teachings, but they really mean Christian teachings. Mm. Just, they won't. You don't want to teach other stuff. That would be wrong. That would
1: be manipulative. That'd be brainwashing. More importantly, the teachers don't know fuck all about any of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's very true. Mm. It is expected that public schools shall teach that religion is an essential aspect of our national heritage and culture, that this nation subsists under the governance of God, and that our moral and ethical values rest upon religious grounds and sanctions. To do otherwise would be to distort history.
1: Uh,
0: Again, these are, these are uh, people who literally banned Christmas uh, back in the 1800s. <sighs> I'm sorry, not the 1800s, the 1600s.
1: You know, whenever they were wearing the fucking bonnets and naming each other like <laughs> Pleasance and Faith unto His Lord, <laughs> they pure charity. Puritan names are fucking weird.
0: They are really weird. They always—it's never like honesty and faith and like actually kind of pretty names. It's always like <laughs>
1: Omnivorence
0: or shit like that. I made that word. Up.
1: <laughs> Chastity and Prudential Real Estate. <laughs>
0: So there was obviously a pushback against this, um, this increased focus on religious shit because that's how America is. So in 1957, there was a controversy over display. Mm
1: -hmm. It was a nativity
0: scene in a small town public high school in Ossining, New York. Okay. So the board of education was like, yeah, let's do it. And then like letters from local residents were like, that's going to violate the first amendment. They're like, oh, let's not do that. And
1: then, they were accused of intolerance. Jesus.
0: Does that sound
1: familiar to anyone? Yeah, I mean, it was a D.W. Griffith movie.
0: (laughs) Oh my god, that is a shitty, shitty movie that that no one liked. shitty,
1: shitty movie. Oh my
0: god. So, you know, again, that whole thing about, like, if I'm not literally allowed to, like, swing my metaphorical Christian dick everywhere, then that's actually, like, (laughs) oppressing me. Um, Because, you know... That's how oppression works. You're literally not allowed to do anything you ever want without anyone saying, but could you not? I mean, I don't know what oppression means to
1: you, Ginger, but that's what it means to me. Also, I apologize to any of our listeners. We're still getting used to this setup, so any, like, weird twangs or thunks you hear that I wasn't able to cut out. It's fine. Ignore it. It's fine. We sound so much more professional. We're doing our best. You can really hear that
0: speech impediment coming through on my end. Well, like, you should really hear it
1: between the foam on your microphone and the pop filter. You really shouldn't be able to. But... <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,
1: okay, so again,
0: the 1950s, people are kind of getting up and up in their butt about it. All sorts of alarmists are like, "Oh no, the death of society!" And one of those alarmists was most notably the far right john birch
1: society oh oh you've heard of the john birch society finally you've picked one that i am aware of yeah only took 10 episodes so um according to wikipedia
0: the john birch society is an advocacy group supporting anti-communism and limited government and opposing socialism and wealth redistribution so really fucking cool people. It's just yes.
1: a bunch of guys in crew cuts.
0: <laughs> and they love a pleated docker. They, they love
1: like a pleated fucking docker. Fucking
0: love it. Ugh. Um, they opposed oh. the Civil Rights Movement of the 1960s, opposed the Equal Rights Amendment, asserting that the ERA was part of a communist plot to reduce human beings to living at the same level as animals. What? Yep, that's a literal thing they wrote about the Equal Rights Amendment. <laughs> That giving equal rights to women would be reducing us to animals. I. What? I mean, I never said that. Carry on!
1: Carry on! Carry on!
0: Carry on, sir. Um, They're also, of course, anti immigration and uh, are really, really opposed to the UN. Like, really have a big hate boner against the United Nations. It's very weird. (sighs) Okay, but I'm sure the reason has. (laughs) I'm sure the reason has to do with, like, some form of, like, globalism. Like, just the the word globalism is thrown around. I I feel like they use the word Zionist a lot. So while the organization's influence peaked in the 1970s, Bircherism and his legacy of conspiracy theories has become a dominant strain of of the current conservative movement.
1: Yeah, it sounds right.
0: You know, uh, you know Alex Jones? Of Infowars fame, Alex Jones. All the freaking frogs gay like that. Matt yeah, Alex Jones. Um, <laughs> the turn the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> like one day, literally, his vein in his forehead is going to explode. Who hurt you, Alex Jones? And they. It's really yeah. And the answer is, uh, his dad was a real big part of the John Birch Society. Oh no! So who's shocked there? Oh no! Who's surprised and shocked? Not this person. Um so in again, during the nineteen fifties, they published um a pamphlet called
1: There Goes Christmas. Oh Jesus.
0: Um again, I had to get my nineteen fifties like Catherine Hepburn voice. One of the techniques now applied by the Reds to that's not What the fuck was that voice? I'm usually really good at my like mid Atlantic accent but it did not
1: it did not happen you this second guess to yourself and it went bill clinton so quickly
0: i was going to say weirdly southern but i guess that's true he was from arkansas yeah, yeah um yeah. regardless let's go back to the top of the quote let's... <laughs> <laughs> one of the techniques now being applied by the reds to weaken the pillar of religion in our country is the drive to take christ out of christmas to denude the event of its religious meaning The U.N. fanatics launched their assault on Christmas in 1958, but too late to get very far before the holy day was at hand. They are already busy, however, at this very moment, on efforts to poison the 1959 Christmas season with their high-pressure propaganda. What they now want to put over on the American people is simply this. Department stores throughout the country are to utilize U.N. symbols and emblems as Christmas decorations.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I have two questions for you. (laughs) Yes? Two questions. One of them being... What? (laughs) And the second one being... (laughs) denudes? <laughs> it's denude it's
0: it's it's a verb i guess it's d e n u d e as in to make nude i guess it's yeah to denude the event of its religious meaning to 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 nudify it Well, to make it nude if nothing if, if let's nothing put the else nude co- back in christmas let's
1: put the nude back let's, in christmas the
0: xxx back in xmas <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. If nothing else comes out of this podcast, if nobody listens to it, at least I'm going to get a lot of use out of denudes.
0: Denudes. Yeah. So they they said that the communisms the communisms are trying to ruin Christmas through the UN, and that like there's going to be UN paraphernalia for all Christmas decorations. I don't. Which I don't think has happened. Do you? <laughs> Do you know anyone who decorates UN I don't UN know decorates? what the UN logo
1: looks like, I don't think. I don't even
0: know. For some reason, I'm thinking the Olympic logo, and that's not it. Is it that?
1: Is it, like, the blue globe thing? I don't know. I don't know. Let me look it up. Hold I on. I don't know, but I haven't seen a major where, like, the baby Jesus was replaced by a UN UN logo. Emblem. Let's,
0: let's, let's, first of all, it's un-logo. Yeah, it's, like, a map with, like, leaves
1: on it. Oh, yeah. It looks like you're getting, um, the earth as a Caesar salad.
0: Right. (laughs) And, like, somehow I haven't seen a single fucking ornament with that shit on it. No. Like, as someone who doesn't buy ornaments... Um,
1: it's it's going to compel me to buy an ornament with that on it just to make I kind of want to now actually
0: get a christmas tree and decorate it with UN
1: ornaments yes, and ornaments and send it to
0: Alex Jones <laughs> <laughs> Just be like, this is my Christmas tree.
1: <laughs> Merry Christmas from me and my Muslim
0: husband. Right? Like, my pagan ass and my Muslim husband being like, yo, what up? This <laughs> is our UN Christmas log.
1: You might actually be able to kill him with that, so I'm, <laughs> I highly recommend at least putting in an effort. Well,
0: as my as my hub, husband says, he's sticking it to the white man the best way he knows how. <laughs> so, um, uh, so, the 70s and 80s saw a shift toward greater recognition of and sensitivity towards America's growing ethnic and religious diversity. It was already there, but we were actually like, oh, it's a thing. (laughs) So, you know, but it was, you know, people were getting more,
1: you know, People were leaving the house.
0: Secularism was also, like, really on the rise, too. Um, According to Snopes, there were several letters to newspaper editors complaining in the mid-80s, much as raging bigot Henry Ford had in the 20s, mm-hmm. that Merry Christmas was giving way to Happy Holidays. There was also a bunch of really important Supreme Court cases during this decade that helped secularize the public. Mm-hmm. Um, so in 1980, the court ruled that posting the Ten Commandments in public schools is unconstitutional. Yay! Imagine, 1980, they made that decision. Nineteen
1: when i was in school in the 90s people were still complaining about it i mean people are now people still are now complaining still complaining it. about it but they were hot they were hot on it hot, hot. uh in
0: 1985 uh the court found that alabama's moment of silence statute was on, was unconstitutionally biased in favor of prayer i think there's been reversals of that particular one but that happened um, a 1987 ruling uh disallowed the teaching of creation science alongside a lo- evolution. Fucking good, right? Let's uh, let's teach real science and not just like the fucking made up science.
1: You kn- you know what intelligent design did? It made pugs. <laughs> and that's Those that's nothing dogs. that should There's happen. So
0: many of their breathing problems are really just good good boys and girls trying their best. Oh, <sighs> trying their best they're just they're
1: just god's most wretched creatures that <laughs> he was like i did not authorize this i did
0: not i didn't sign this paper Thelma, Thelma, <laughs> i didn't sign off on this
1: god has, a, re- Committee. God has a receptionist <laughs> named Thelma. <laughs> uh
0: you heard it here fir- yes. first yes you heard it here first um and uh about Christmas. Um, the court decided in 1989 in a case called Allegheny County versus ACLU mm-hmm. that it is unconstitutional to erect a nativity scene on public property. Yay! Yay! I was two years old when that happened. What year is it? 1989. I was maybe born. Maybe born. Well, again, in my lifetime, in <laughs> my <laughs> lifetime... And probably the Supreme mine. The Court made the incredible decision that, hey... Maybe a religious shit thing, like the nativity scene, which is a big ol' religious thing. Like, yeah. not even a little religious. Not even, like, t- a Christmas tree is technically a Christian symbol because it's so ubiquitous that we just accept it even though it's secular. Like, mm-hmm. the nativity scene. Yes. You can't just put that shit everywhere. <laughs> the government can't just put that everywhere. No. Because it's, like, super, super religious. It, rather, yes. Um, so really, who started the war on Christmas? Who started?
1: I mean, I think it was Michael Caine <laughs> in A Muppet Christmas, Carol, if I had to guess, but...
0: Um, well, according to Snopes, um, the term war on Christmas was coined by conservative author Peter Brimelow in a 2000 post where he called the war against Christmas part of the struggle to abolish America. Humbug. Uh, So, Peter Brimelow, he's kind of a piece of shit. Um, I really have never heard of him before. Um, He also has the dumbest hair. Mm. Like It's kind of a mix of Boris Johnson and Trump and, like, shitty Hogwarts professor.
1: Ooh. It's not a great look. I call that the dandy in a windstorm. Yeah, it's bad. Um,
0: So, he's the founder of a website called VDare which is described as a uh, racist and anti-immigrant by the Anti-Defamation League and is known for its virulent white supremacy. It all tracks. He's also born in Britain,
1: so fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> you don't even go here. The call is coming from inside the alien. You does not even go here.
0: I'm sorry. Are you okay? I should not laugh while drinking rosé. <coughs> it was a mistake. <laughs> I own it. Oh, I'm crying a little bit. Anyway, <laughs> um, so V there, this really shitty website, was sort of his vehicle for like his whole message spiel vomit about the war on Christmas. He took to publishing annual compilations of the most egregious attacks okay. on christmas citing the same kinds of examples that someone else would eventually cite in their broadcasts who could that be was it jesus it was not jesus oh. so here's some of their some of these examples he put on his website <clears throat> the city manager in eugene oregon has banned christmas trees on city property reportedly he consulted with the people for the american way and the aclu usual suspects, and got their wholehearted support. My children attend a private Catholic school in Shreveport, Louisiana. They have just been informed that Happy Holidays will replace Merry Christmas, since the latter is offensive to non-Christians, a parochial school no less. P.S., this is the same school which banned anything Confederate so as to not insult the literally one or two blacks in the entire school. Oh.
1: There is so much to unpack. Oh, in that one.
0: oh boy. Oh,
1: no, 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 no.
0: I just witnessed oh, age of no,
1: no, Seven no, no, years. no. no, no, no. <laughs> just oh.
0: like. Oh. Is melting <laughs> off my face. It's like a very slow motion version of the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, <laughs> remember me. Yeah again. Um here's another one. Awesome. The tipping point in the obliteration of Christmas came, I think, in the first year of the Clinton administration. While everyone else is absorbed in the gaze in the military <laughs> flap. I noted that the United States Postal Service had adopted the slogan, We Deliver for Yule. Since then, no Christmas from the USPS or, so far as I can tell, anything else related to the federal government.
1: What the fuck?
0: So the Postal Service made a pun. They made a Yule pun. And this is evidence of... Something. I'm not sure what, other than, like, fucking hilarious pun. <laughs> we
1: deliver for Yule. <laughs> I, I th- love th- it. I think you're giving it way too much credit, but I also don't think that it's evidence of a anti-Christian conspiracy.
0: Um, so, uh, Bill O'Reilly, I don't know if you've heard of him. He's yeah. a really, like... Just a, just a low-key indie conspiracy theorist? Y- yes, yeah, super indie. You never would have heard of him. Um... Bill O'Reilly became one of the top defenders of Christmas, Uh. a thing that, again, didn't really need defending, um, officially taking up arms in 2004, claiming that Christmas was under siege. Under siege! (laughs) He attributed this to an anti-Christian blitz by secular progressives intent on foisting gay marriage. Partial birth abortion, euthanasia, legalized drugs, income redistribution through taxation, and many other progressive visions on innocent, God-fearing
1: Americans. Someone needs to tell fucking Bill (laughs) O'Reilly that if the left could agree on all of that, we would have done it. I mean. Tune in next time for Wren complaining
0: about the fact that the Democratic Party can't get shit done. That same year, a group called the Committee to Save Merry Christmas, which, oh. using language that's pretty similar to this dude from the 20s, I don't know, some anti-Semitic dude, um, said their purpose was to protest the fact that big retailers profit from Christmas shopping dollars but refuse to mention the holiday by name. The organization followed O'Reilly in calling for a boycott of Macy's and Bloomingdale's and other people owned by federated department stores to compel them to reinstate the phrase Merry Christmas in Why? their holiday presentations and greetings to customers.
1: Why?
0: Because they have
1: nothing else better to do. I honestly even I have trouble believing that.
0: Well, okay, no, that's that's fair. There is way more things that they could do, but, like, they don't give a shit about that. They don't give a shit about poverty or, like, you know, helping, you know, improve education for lower-income communities and communities of color or, like, whatever the fuck. Like, they don't care about any actual social problems, so they have to engineer them so they feel like they're victims of something. The idea of a plot against Christmas gained wide publicity... And Fox News promoted a 2005 book by this guy, John Gibson. All right. Sounds like a tool. He is a tool. Uh, The book is called The War on Christmas. How the liberal plot to ban the sacred Christian holiday is worse than you thought. It's not good. It's a bad book. There's nothing good about this book.
1: Did you read this book? No,
0: cuz I don't hate myself.
1: Okay. Well, that's that's good. I don't have to like call But a I read line. the title <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I know. Ren. There I agree with you that I'm pretty sure I know, but I do also have to say that there is a common expression that very explicitly deals with the subject
0: Well, there's a difference between judging a book by its cover, because maybe the art is beautiful. I judged it by its title, which is basically Vomit, 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 Poop, Vomit. Okay. So, I know it's about vomit and poop. (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't need to read it.
1: Um, Humor from adult women in their 30s. Vomit,
0: Vomit, Poop, Vomit. Vomit, Vomit, Poop, Vomit. Um, Meanwhile... Uh O'Reilly revised and extended his roster of anti-Christmas merchants, adding Sears, Kmart, Kohl's, Target, Walmart, and Costco to the naughty list. Where the
1: fuck is Bill O'Reilly shopping? Is it the Lifeway Christian He's store? Because I feel like it's millionaire. only the Lifeway Christian He's store. He's
0: a millionaire. He's not shopping at Costco. He's shopping at, like, fucking Gucci or some shit.
1: Do you think that Gucci's really going, and Merry Christmas, Mr. O'Reilly? But if
0: rich-ass fucks walk in, they'll Mm -hmm. say whatever the fuck they want.
1: Um,
0: Christian groups, such as the American Family Association and the Catholic League, joined the retail boycott. Uh, The AFA actually said on its website... There are secular forces in our country that hate Christmas because the word itself is a reminder of Jesus Christ. The
1: Catholic League, bad of advocacy, good at baseball.
0: <laughs> Amazing baseball players, you would never have guessed it. So um, let's talk about some of these retailers and what they did to be on the naughty list. Oh crime. boy. In 2005, Walmart was criticized by the Catholic League for avoiding the word Christmas in any of their marketing efforts. The company had downplayed the term Christmas in much of its advertising for several years. In 2006, in response to the public outcry, Walmart announced that they were amending their policy and would be using Christmas rather than holiday. In 2005, Target was criticized by the American Family Association for their decision not to use the term Christmas in any part of their in-store, online, or print advertising and initiated a nationwide boycott. Within a week of initiating the boycott, the AFA received an official letter from Target which indicated they would begin incorporating the term Christmas in their advertising. Oh god, I hate so much that this is working. In late October 2008, U.S. hardware retail The Home Depot was criticized by the AFA for using terms such as holiday and Hanukkah on their website but avoiding the term Christmas. The retailer responded by saying they will be adjusting their website to make references to Christmas more prominent. Uh, Snopes later stated that the AFA's characterization of Home Depot's advertising was false, as the retailer's advertising had initially included several instances of the word Christmas.
1: I it, mean, Home Depot sells actual Christmas trees. I would think that it would be fairly hard to avoid that.
0: It was. It was a lie. It was a lie. It was a lie. Oh, no. um, on November eleventh, two 2009, the AFA called for a limited two-month boycott of GAP, over what they claim was the company's censorship of the word Christmas. In an advertising campaign launched by Gap on the 12th of November, the next day, the term Christmas was both spoken and printed on their website at least once, and a television ad entitled Go Ho Ho featured lyrics such as Go Christmas, Go Hanukkah, Go Kwanzaa, Go Solstice, and Whatever Holiday You Wanaka. On the 17th of November, AFA responded to this campaign by condemning the ads for references to the pagan holiday of Solstice. Oh, for And declined sake. to call off the boycott. On the 24th of November, the AFA ended the boycott after learning from GAP's corporate vice president of communications that the company planned to launch a new commercial with a very strong Christmas theme. So again... Man, look at all these people just refusing to say Christmas. Just refusing. The people to say boycotting. Christmas.
1: The people boycotting. I guarantee you are the same ones that are like, "No, you have to deregulate corporations, and you can't, you can't put any limits on them. You can't tell them what to say." Citizens United. But except for Christmas. Except
0: for Christmas. <laughs> listen to, listen to your consumers. Um. By or, people, don't. or don't,
1: please. don't.
0: Um, by 2006, nearly all of the retailers in O'Reilly's and and all these other people's... The douchebags. All these douchebags had followed uh, Federated's lead and announced their intentions to use the word Christmas in their holiday greetings. O'Reilly declared victory in the war on Christmas. You know, we did it last year. We won the war, he announced. Walmart and Macy's and all the big stores are saying, Merry Christmas, And they've stopped ordering their employees, not to say it, most of them. Despite this, for some reason, O'Reilly, like, kept mentioning a war on Christmas every fucking year. Like, every year there was still a war on Christmas. He won it in 2006, but somehow it just, like, cropped up again. It was his (laughs) Freebird. Now I have this image of O'Reilly at, like, a fucking karaoke singing Freebird, and the rest of us are like, oh my god, this song's too long. Why did you choose it?
1: It is not... No, it's too long. Meanwhile, Alex Jones is like right up there with Bohemian Racks, grabbing is worst. like I have you for the next twenty six minutes. The worst.
0: <sighs> um, In two thousand twelve, he told viewers that liberals were tying the Christmas situation into secular progressive politics because they wanted a new America, and traditional Christmas isn't a part of it.
1: Yeah, we're making it political. <laughs>
0: So, again, this is something he did, like... fucking
1: news commentator.
0: He did this every year until, like, um... 2016. Um, he hasn't done it since.
1: Mostly because he was fucking fired. Yeah! Fucking fired like a piece of shit. I remember when that happened. It was... It was nice. So, let's talk about,
0: about one of these big war on Christmas controversies.
1: Okay. It's
0: the fall of 2015. The air is turning leaves are falling and the coffee chain starbucks introduces christmas themed cups colored in solid red and containing no ornamentation besides the starbucks logo contrasting previous designs which featured winter related imagery and non-religious christmas symbols such as reindeer and ornaments on november 5th a video was posted on facebook by evangelist and self-proclaimed Social media personality. I love that, by the way. Oh, he's
1: God. a self-proclaimed, self-proclaimed social media. Per- Can oh, you boy. do that? Oh boy. Can you
0: do that? Be oh. like, I am a personality, and everyone else is like, oh, my little I don't.
1: I mean, person. a lot of people do. It's just that you have chosen to quote this person. Well,
0: uh his name is Joshua First Fierstein?
1: Fierstein? whatever. Probably Firestein. It's F E U E R. I'm not Jewish enough to know that. I believe that's pronounced Smith.
0: Smithstein. (laughs) Joshua Smithstein. In which he accused Starbucks of hating Jesus by removing Christmas-oriented imagery from the cup, followed by him tricking a barista into writing Merry Christmas on the cup and encouraging others to do the same. Businessman and Republican 2016 president candidate Donald Trump supported Furstein's claim. By suggesting a boycott of Starbucks. Saying that if I become president, we're all going to be saying Merry Christmas again. Many social media users, including other Christians, perhaps perceive this criticism to be an overreaction. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My big thing during this time, I definitely remember, was like, the thing they were doing was going to Starbucks... Buying the coffee, telling them their name was Merry Christmas. So when they got their coffee, there was like Merry Christmas and they like forced the employees to say it. And I'm like, You're spending six dollars on that. (laughs) So every time you go to protest this, you're giving Starbucks six dollars.
1: And a lot of free. What drinks are are you getting at Starbucks where they are six dollars? You know these
0: fucks are getting things with extra foam. Like, extra foam, three pumps, espresso shit.
1: Yes. You know? Only soy milk, but add whipped cream. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Those motherfucker. So, yeah, in contrast
0: uh, to this controversy, the color red has been associated with Christmas since at least the 19th century and is often present in Christmas decoration and Christian services.
1: So, like, red's a thing. But you know what else it's associated with is Satan satan and the devil and pagans
0: and, and i'll i'll take that yeah i'll take yeah. that it's my fault um also in 2015 i do, did not remember this holy shit let's not get passed okay this was just introduced there was
1: resolution 564 which is a literal bill from literal congress all of the blood has drained out of wren's face it
0: expressed the sense of the House of Representatives that the symbols and traditions of Christmas should be protected for use by those who celebrate Christmas. Furthermore, it stated, Now therefore be it resolved that the House of Representatives, one, recognizes the importance of the symbols and traditions of Christmas, Two strongly disapproves of attempts to ban references to, to Christmas, and three expresses support for the use of these symbols and traditions by those who celebrate Christmas. It had thirty-six sponsors. That's fucking stupid. It's so stupid. You don't have enough to fucking do. It's so. Fucking- you don't have like I don't know some like Flint water crisis to solve, or like infrastructure, or like fucking anything. No, but you're going to put forward a bill about, like, the most popular holiday in America? That's the only yeah. federal
1: holiday? Flint still doesn't have have clean water, and you motherfuckers are going, but we, need, we, we need to put in the law that we understand the true meaning behind the season.
0: <laughs> like, what do you think's going to happen? Is it going to be like in the Santa Claus, where you finally get the gift that your heart's always wanted by Tim Allen? Like,
1: I wanted the weenie whistle. All of y'all wanted the weenie whistle. God. I I hate Tim Allen, but I still love that movie.
0: Um, I mean, that's really fair. Yeah. That's really fair. Sometimes we can't, we can't choose who's been put I'm in these films.
1: <laughs> definitely, like, as a child, had, like, the weirdest boner for that elf. He's a hot Jewish elf. He's a hot Jewish elf. This on... explains my choice in... <laughs> in partners? In partners. He was on that uh, TV show Numbers.
0: Was he? Yeah, he was the Numbers guy. <laughs> like he was the main guy with the numbers
1: the he was that- in that show Numbers he played three
0: <laughs> okay so one of the, the big hallmarks of this war on Christmas one of the big things is the idea that like the use of happy holidays right uh-huh. everyone's like well, you have to say Merry Christmas cause happy holidays is anti-American Something. I don't know so, happy holidays has actually been used as a phrase for over a 100 years in America. Yeah, as well, like a I holidays mean... thing. Um, here's an ad from the Philadelphia Inquirer um, from uh, 1863 Happy holidays are coming. Christmas presents. Presents for old and young. Well, I
1: mean, even if you're just looking at, like, christian europeans or whatever like there's advent there's christmas eve there's christmas there's boxing day there's new year's eve there's new year's all in this like oh yeah very brief span of time
0: well again it's not even like again the whole idea is this specific phrase you know the the, the people who are about the war on christmas tend to say like oh my god this is a new thing a brand new phrase that people are trying to use to erase Christmas. people have been doing this about christmas for the whole time there's a it's Bing a, C- Crosby called a sy- song called it. It's called a synonym. Is synonyms? Synonym. Um, so, you know How's but, that wine? It's great. So, of course, there has been some attempt, particularly in the last like, 10, 20 years, to use Happy Holidays to be more inclusive, because what yeah. the fuck? Other people live here. Um, Imagine. But it, the, the controversy has kind of shifted opinion. Uh, Dan Casino, who is a professor at Farley Dickinson University, wrote in the Harvard Business Review, that the number of people who said they preferred to hear Happy Holidays has decreased sharply in the last decade, from 41% to
1: 25%. Okay. So, like,
0: it wasn't a big deal until people were like, it's a big deal! And suddenly people were like, oh, it is a big oh, deal. Oh, I have to make this a big deal now. I have to make this a big deal. Um, another area of another, uh front of the war on christmas war is the christmas tree Uh, since the 1980s there have been several instances in which the united states and canada in which official public mentions and references to what are commonly called christmas trees referred to as holiday trees and reactions have been mixed one of the most prominent christmas tree controversies came in 2005 when the city of boston labeled their official decorated tree as a holiday tree the subsequent response from the Nova Scotian tree farmer who donated the tree was that he would rather have put the tree in a wood chipper
1: than have it <laughs> oh, named a God. holiday tree. Sir. Dude, chill. Sir, how much money did you make off of that sale? Efforts have also been made to
0: rename official public holiday trees as Christmas trees. In 2002, a bill was introduced in the California Senate to rename the state holiday tree the California State Christmas Tree. This measure did not pass, but at the official lighting of the tree on December 4th of 2007, California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger referred to the tree as a Christmas tree in his remarks and in the press release. Because it's a big deal to somebody. Hmm. So does anyone really believe there's a war on Christmas so a study by Farley Dickinson University found that watching Fox News increased the likelihood yep. that someone would believe the yep, war yep. on Christmas five to ten percent. <laughs> what a shock. I'd be Color so fascinated to find
1: like a, to find like a liberal democrat who's like, yeah, there is a war on Christmas. I don't think that there's any overlap.
0: Yeah. Um, the Reverend Barry W. Lynn, who is the executive director. Of Americans United for Separation of Church and State, said so the annual uproar is based on stories that only sometimes even contain a grain of truth, and often are completely false. Our current president has taken the war on Christmas as part of his political campaign, if you've noticed. Mm-hmm. You go into a department store, he said. I'm not going to use his voice because I can't do a Trump accent, so I'm just going to do a dumb accent.
1: Okay.
0: Okay, let me see. Okay, hold on. Let me see if I can do a Trump voice. No, I can't.
1: Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Just do the hand motions with it, and I'll know that's a Trump impression. You go into a department store,
0: he said during a stump speech in January 2016. When was the last time you saw Merry Christmas? You don't see anymore. They want to be politically correct. If I am president,
1: you will see Merry Christmas in department stores. Believe me. Believe me. Again, Nobody all the... De- shouts, I am trustworthy, like somebody screaming, believe me, believe <laughs> me, in front of a crowd. Remember, again, as
0: we've discussed, in the mid-2000s, like, all these stores went back to saying Merry Christmas because a bunch of people got their butts in a whatever. <laughs> like, got shit stuck up their Got their, their butts.
1: butts in a Whatever. <laughs>
0: In 2017, Trump announced during his first Christmas tree lighting ceremony that he had brought Merry Christmas back to the White House. It should be noted that President Obama said it a ton of times while he was in the White House for eight years. Like every year. Every year he said Merry Christmas. Like every year. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. It should be noted that Jews, Muslims, and others who do not celebrate Christmas often say they are not offended by a hearty merry christmas yeah because we're not we're offended if we say i'm never offended if someone says merry christmas to me Mm -hmm. they don't know what i celebrate and again it's just meant to say i hope you have a joyous time of light and goodness sure that's wonderful that's so nice what's offensive is when i say happy holidays And some Karen with a can I talk to your manager haircut screams at me in the middle of Target about how I'm ruining America because I'm not saying Merry Christmas. You can eat my ass, Karen. (laughs) Okay? My entire ass.
1: It's just like, okay. (laughs) So, like, I'm a secular person, but I definitely celebrate Christmas just because of the rituals of it all. Like, the rituals of Christmas are, for the most part, like, really secular at this point. But people aren't like, there's a war on Jesus. Well, there's plenty of people who are like, there's war on Jesus. But it's like, no, you have to say Merry Christmas. You have to go along with this ritual. And so it becomes like this weird cult of Christmas. It really is. And again, as, uh, as
0: I was raised Catholic, I am no longer Christian. I am pagan. So, I I celebrate Christmas in that, like, that is a winter holiday that my family celebrates, and I celebrate it, and I celebrate it for a long fucking time. And we like presents. But, like, I usually celebrate a solstice ceremony, where, like, I usually make a big meal, because that's how I celebrate my Sabbaths, and I'm, like, eat my shit. That's actually a really bad thing to say. (laughs) No. (laughs) I say, look, I made a delicious butternut squash gratin for you guys. Eat this delicious food. Also, happy solstice. Um, but if I went to a Target and said "Happy Solstice" to a random person, they would implode. They would implode. I would be screamed at again. There would probably be something about devil worship in there. I don't believe in the devil. It's not eh, okay. You're mixing up your you're mixing up your metaphors. I mean, right? I
1: tend to wish people Happy Solstice on Facebook instead of Merry Christmas. But it's also Facebook. It doesn't matter. And anyone who was going to unfriend me over that did it long ago. That's true. The great purge of 2016. Oh, yes. That goes
0: on. But I should say there's some hope, okay? There was a 2017 report from the Pew Research Center. About half of all Americans plan to celebrate Christmas in church. That's 51%. It's down three percentage points from 2013. Just four in ten millennials plan to attend church this Christmas, compared to 6 and 10 baby boomers.
1: Mm-hmm. And when
0: it comes to whether Christmas is religious or cultural, just 32% of millennials said it was religious, which is 20 points behind baby boomers. And according to the same study, 52% of Americans have no preference about how they are greeted in stores during the holiday.
1: You know who's waging the real war on Christmas?
0: The Jews! <laughs> I was going to say that
1: Peloton lady, but sure. <laughs> that
0: Peloton lady just like,
1: I've seen things. This war, this war has changed to me.
0: <laughs> I know that was a lot of stuff, but the war on Christmas is a big thing. Okay? Like, every year, again, like that fucking Facebook meme that my cousin posted. Ugh. God bless her. She's still young. Hopefully she will learn. Um, Where it's like, there are still people who, like, get offended with this idea of saying Happy Holidays rather than Merry Christmas. There's also other stuff in that meme that I really didn't go into because it's just a because lot. Because let's not. But, well, particularly, like, Baby Jesus was a baby, not a baby. No what? one's arguing that. No. That's not a thing. This is a made-up thing that no one... D- what straw man have you concocted? Like, as someone who is... A, queer as fuck, B, left as fuck, and C, online as fuck. I have never seen a single person in any of communities ever been like,
1: we should call babies babies. Unless she's referencing one Tori Amos song from 1997, and I don't think (laughs) she is. I don't think... That, like, your cousin with the meme or whoever made the meme has that level of Tori Amos back catalog knowledge. And the only
0: time I can imagine people making, saying things like that is when it's a fucking joke on straight
1: people. Yeah. Right? You got any um, self care tips for me I at the I end do. of this I long. Do. Hey, man. This long war that I feel I have been a part you of. You
0: have been part of the war. I feel like I've wrote you letters from the front. So here's going to be some... My dearest friend. (laughs) Um, So here's some holiday self-care tips. Winter weather can be hazardous. Make sure to check for weather conditions and not harass Starbucks employees for their holiday cups. Gift giving can be a trial. Don't be afraid to ask people what they want for the holidays as long as what they want isn't anti-Semitic as hell. (laughs) And dealing with family during the holidays is the reason I have generalized anxiety disorder. Be firm with your boundaries. Have a few conversation changers on hand. And feel free to tell your Uncle Gary to fuck right the fuck off when he tries to tell you how gays are killing America. Because, I mean, we definitely are. But we clearly are not trying hard enough. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) I mean, we could try way harder. We could be
1: doing a better job of We could be it. doing a better job of we're destroying just, America. We're just getting really distracted by Netflix. Mediate, Meteor 2020 just ended all already. Right. Well, I guess it's going to be
0: it for us this week.
1: If you like what you're hearing, you should check us out on thisfnguypod.com or on Twitter at thisfnguypod. Or donate to our Patreon donate to the... Pa- no, no, don't donate Please to the- donate to the Patreon that will exist at some point because I just dropped some loot
0: on this equipment. Yep, and now we're poor. <laughs> um, anyway, as always,
1: I am Ren Martinez. And I'm Ginger Golub.
0: Here's a bonus self-care tip. Cut
1: cut your toenails. It's it's time. And don't be this fucking guy. Peace! This fucking guy.